0: Hello and welcome to Podcast on Purpose. This is your host, Debbie Adea, and we are going to be having some episodes coming out that are related to International Podcast Day. We did a live stream with a group of stellar podcasters where we shared the journey of podcasting together on September 30th, and we're going to be reposting some of those in audio format here on the podcast for you in case you missed it. If you would also like to go and watch the replay of the videos, you can come on over to the pod tribe on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the pod tribe. Here we go with this episode on podcast on purpose. Emerald peaceful green forest is an internationally known speaker transformation artist and hostess of the men on purpose podcast and now wickedly smart women podcast, um, hired by inspire executives and visionary change agents who want to become crystal clear in their vision, wholeheartedly committed to their mission, And massively motivated to advance their biggest ideas and profit from their purpose, she is a delightful podcaster, delightful woman, an extraordinary soul, and I'm real excited
1: to have her today. So, thanks for being here. That's such a good bio. I need you to send it back to me. (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. I don't know about you, but as a speaker, I tweak things all the time. I tweak my bios all the time. And so,
0: yeah, it's fun. All the time. I think I have like 50, I don't know, a ton of versions out there. And then some are like long and some are short. And then some (laughs) talk about personal and some don't. Some talk about podcasting. So, you know, so many different things. So I'd love to start. Are you actually have two shows and therefore two very different demographics. So really interesting. So can you talk a little bit about how you started doing your shows and what drew you to each one?
1: Yeah, I sure can. So, for about a decade, I was working in the transformation space and I was hired by women to help them feel great speaking and powerful asking for money. And in 2016, I had a major life rupture like my whole life ruptured. And that included the rupture of my business and a bunch of other things personal relationships and so forth. And so, in 2017, I was selected to be a case study on a TV show called Fix My Brand. And it was the number one show on Apple's success TV that year. And as part of that process, because I had thrown my whole business in the fire at that point, um, it became clear I got a calling to start serving men, which it it wasn't like I hadn't served men in the past, but my focus was mainly on women, and I had a few very wise men who I worked with, and and this was like a big flip. The invitation from the universe was, you're going to start serving men, and um, the podcast was born out of that rebrand because originally we were talking uh, more in the leadership space, and and we were talking about doing a TV show, and then when it became clear I was meant to be working with men for a while um, the TV show idea was like, yeah, that's not going to work because men are more likely to be listening. Right. And so that was where the podcast, uh, kind of emerged out of it. And I started the men on purpose podcast in January of 2018. So it's been a year and nine months. And, um, as part of that journey, I healed like I healed so much my relationship with the masculine and with men. So my podcast was, yes, it was set up to be a, you know, a place where people could find me and I could elevate, celebrate and spotlight men on purpose and, you know, do some business with some of them. But overall it was really a healing uh, to, to take that journey. And this past spring, I was looking at last year's results and I noticed that I had some men clients that were kind of coming in the front door as a result of the podcast, but knocking on the back door was a whole bunch of women <laughs> <laughs> to still work with me. So I was like, well, you know, I, I just had another inspiration to start a second podcast called Wickedly Smart Women and that launched uh, Wednesday the 18th of September, while we were at the New Media Summit. And within 24 hours, within 24 hours, because of the massive support and love of all the people at New Media Summit and all my pod pals, the uh, podcast became a top 100 ranked podcast in Apple, number 25 in Switzerland, uh, number 75 in the U.S. under the category of entrepreneurship, and I'm already in 13 countries. That's amazing. It's the Wickedly Smart Women Podcast. It's like mm-hmm. totally amazing, and 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 out out ranks now the Men on Purpose Podcast.
0: This is literally like two weeks ago or something. Like, right, it was like not long. So correct. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So backdoor is really knocking hard on you, girl. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because literally within the first 14 episodes of recording, I generated a female client from Wickedly Smart Women. So That's
0: awesome. I'm excited. I get to be on there soon. We're doing an interview. I think it's next week or with soon It's soon.
1: Soon, soon we don't know soon exactly on time
0: <laughs> so um so that's awesome so i love how you've kind of gotten into doing both and you followed whatever that guidance is i'd love to talk a little bit about that like podcasting is healing work too because i know for me sharing my um my show and talking about my spiritual background and other things was a big deal for me. Like it was kind of terrifying and very cathartic and very healing for me to actually start to have that voice in the world and then, you know, grow and start to help other people have more of that voice too. So I'm wondering, you know, what's, what would you say about podcasting for healing in terms of like, as a venue for that for you? Well,
1: most definitely, um, you know, being able to fully express yourself. It's a fabulous platform to be able to do that, whether you are a straight up, you know, you're doing your own show podcaster or you're an interview podcaster. It's just a really powerful place to stand in the world. Uh, When you become a podcaster, you literally become media. You are now actually positioned as press. So it goes beyond simply being a speaker or an expert or an authority in your area of expertise. You have now uh, created a platform for yourself and a role in the world that is um, is a different role. It, you know, we're journalists now, we're press, we're considered press. And so uh, not only is it a healing for being able to fully express, um, but it's also a an opportunity to move into leadership, to really move beyond, um, you know, being in what I call the, you know, the expert space, we are now considered, uh, well, in some cases, we're, in some places, we're considered icons, icons of influence, right? Who knew, right? Who knew, who knew, yeah. So it was a real surprise to me the first time somebody gave me a press pass, I was like, oh, that's I'm so cool. now.
0: <laughs> I want to hear that story too. But yeah, finish what you're saying. Then I want to hear yeah. that story. About
1: yeah. So um in terms of for me personally, the healing was around really I, I had spent most of my life in relationships with men that were abusive, addicted, or alienating. And to spend time, quality time deep time because my podcasts, both of them are, I'm not surface skimming. I'm, it's not like, hi, you're coming on here and we're going to hype you. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's go deep. Let's discover who you really are. Let's find out what's under the surface underneath the, you know, like a iceberg is like only 10% above the surface and 90% of the iceberg is below the surface. So I'm like down in the base of the iceberg with my interview guests. And so It gave me such a different perspective about men because number one, I was actively and intentionally seeking men on purpose. So Mm -hmm. I literally had to change my perspective from the perspective of all men are alienating, abusive, and addicted to, oh, there's actually other models out here mm. and let me start looking for them and let me begin to relate to them and let me begin to find out more about what they are and who they are and how they show up in the world and how they live their purpose and and by doing that i was able to heal myself but i was also able to discover some stuff about men that was kind of surprising to me that there are many men on purpose who are deeply intuitive they're called they're courageous you know they're they're just doing some amazing things in the world that I actually want to be part of elevating celebrating and spotlighting
0: it's so powerful <clears throat> it really changes your perspective when you <clears throat> when you shift your lens like that and you start to focus on the inquiry of something greater You know, and I think podcasting is so good because it's all when we're having guests, it's all inquiry. Like, really, a lot of it is it's inquiry into whatever the conversation is. It's inquiry into, we're talking just with Deborah, like their greatness. It's inquiry into all of that. So, I love what a great way to have a change in perspective on something that was a wound before. That's really powerful. Huge
1: wound and a huge healing, thankfully. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So expression and then also perception, it sounds like. Totally. Yes. Both
1: expression and perception and relation, you know, like there's relational healing there as well, right? Because now I can connect with men in a much different way and see them as, uh, you know, see them in the present from the eyes of the present of like what, what exactly is in front of me rather than having this barrier, this preconceived notion barrier between us that um, that really impacts and diverts from authentic relating.
0: It's really interesting because I was having this conversation. Um, one of the uh, people who are going to be on here today is Dov Baron, and we actually recorded his episode beforehand. Um, mm-hmm. And we were talking about a new show he is coming out, which i will share more about later. But um, where he's really bringing in and showcasing different sides of Of events, like people that have different experiences in the world and looking at things, not even talking about the thing that you might be against that they're sharing, but giving you an opportunity to look at them as a human in another topic and uh, a polarizing person so that you can get that they're not crazy and they're just people, like we're all just people. So, what a gift too, to be able to see things without the film in the middle, like to be able to actually see someone for who they are and witness their greatness in such a way. And then to give a voice to that and let other people do the same thing. I think that's, I just love podcasting. It takes
1: <laughs> me too, me too. It's funny because years ago I did a radio show. Before, I mean, I'll talk like, about that. Back, That's interesting. Yeah, I actually did a radio show. I think in 2010 or two. yeah, somewhere around there. And um, so I, I loved interviewing back then, and I just didn't have the awareness and the business savvy and the strategy to figure out how to make it actually be uh, profitable for me. But I loved it so much that it, you know, it took a, it took a lot for me to say I'm done. Right. So Mm. I did it for, I think about 18 months on blog talk radio. It was called blazing forth the light. That was the name (laughs) of my show, my radio show. And I really loved interviewing, but I discovered at that point in my evolutionary journey as a business owner, it was costing me more than it was, it was more like a vanity project and more like a, like, I love doing this, but I haven't figured out how to make money doing this kind of thing. And so when the podcast came back, you know, kind of came on my radar screen, I had never even listened to a podcast before August of 2018. Wow. So yeah. Um. And And podcasting has been around since back when I did my radio show, at least it's been around for 10 years. So I didn't, really know what podcasting was, but I was grateful to be birthing my podcast from a space of, this is not just, you know, for fun. It's also in a contribution to creating a profitable business. And so, uh, When it came to to time to make the decision to do it, I was like, yeah, this makes total sense because I love interviewing. So we might as well do things that we love and at the same time be able to be profitable from them, right?
0: Totally. So I love on those lines, because you're really good at helping people become even more profitable. What would be like one of your tips for profitability around podcasting?
1: Well, um, one thing I want to do is I actually have a little give um, for everyone here. So, I have something called my 27 Hot Tips for Getting Booked on Virtual Stages. And I would also like to give my masterclass on Prospering with Podcasting. I so, let me it. just write those down in the um, chat for you. Prospering with Podcasting is my masterclass. And what I will say about Prospering with Podcasting, um, and then the 27 Hot Tips to Get Booked. On virtual stages, and the reason why the virtual stages is because I consider podcasts virtual stages, but um, you know webinars are virtual stages, telesummits are virtual stages, and I actually made multiple millions of dollars from home in my pajamas, Debbie. I love that speaking <laughs> on virtual stages for almost a decade while I was raising my son as a single mom. So um, I know how to. Leverage virtual stages into value and uh, cash flow. So, what I want to say about prospering with podcasting, the main thing that you must be able to have in your business model is a way to be generative at a high level because podcasting is, you know, we're doing one at a time interviews, but we, we have these people for a half an hour that we're talking to, and we are in the ears of our listeners for a half an hour or longer. Sometimes it's longer. Some my shows are only a half an hour because it's just enough time for a cardio workout. You know, <laughs> I like an hour. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking of the men when I first started. So oh, yeah, yeah. It's a thirty-minute cardio workout or thirty minutes in the gym, whatever. So anyway, the most important things that I have in my my uh cupboard are i have high ticket offer Mm. uh, or offers i actually have multiple high ticket offers but at the very least you have to have a high ticket offer i highly encourage having a high ticket offer so that when you're having a conversation with somebody and and that you have strategy around who is coming on? What are we talking about? What's the show about? I, I talk a lot about that in the Prospering with Podcasting masterclass. You know. Does it all fit into my business model in a way that everything is fitting together like beautiful puzzle pieces? Or do I have a bunch of scattered puzzle pieces and I'm trying to jam things together? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, for me, the most important thing is to have a high-value, high-ticket offer. And for me, anything above $10,000 is a high-ticket offer, right? That's the number for me. Um, Excuse me, I'm going to cough. Go ahead.
0: (laughs) This is what we use
1: the mute button for. Yeah, I'm going to cough there. Um, So anyway, I I highly recommend that whoever is out there considering podcasting, that you give your tip to pause a little bit, you know, like take a step back. Yes. Oh my God, podcasting, it's super exciting. And there's like, like all the venture capitalists are flooding in and there's listeners from around the world. And it's like a good, like feels like a good vanity metric to have all these people. And you know, there's, there's a sense of uh, sovereignty that you're running your own show. And there's a sense of leadership and all these other wonderful things, which is all fabulous and make sure that you are actually able to continue have having funds come in while you're having all this fun. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would say, Definitely you want to have a high ticket offer. And that's actually something that I help my people with. I I have a program called um what the heck is my program called? (laughs)
0: There's
1: something for the highly (sighs) Highly what the heck is my program (laughs) called? It's called called the wisdom to wealth mentorship. There it is. Yeah, the wisdom to where I help you become profitable on purpose, right? Because we also want to be on purpose, right? It's not just throwing spaghetti against the wall, but is your calling aligned with what you're putting out there for a movement with your podcast, with the people that you're attracting, you might be listeners or guests. And is there something that you can offer that will allow them to say yes to you, to your mentorship?
0: I love that. Obviously I'm about podcast on purpose, men on purpose, like Purpose matters, you know, and, and through podcasting and business. Usually. You're also a
1: wickedly smart woman.
0: I'm so wickedly smart. <laughs> wickedly smart, wickedly
1: smart. Wickedly smart, yeah. Wickedly
0: smart. I'm so excited about your show. That's gonna be so fun. I can't yeah. wait. Um, and she's an amazing spiritual entrepreneur too. Just so you know. Thank so, you. um, so I want to ask you about the press pass. So, how did that work, mm-hmm. and how can people get press for, like, be able to? How can they leverage your podcast in that way? I think that's such a great point too.
1: Well, um, I actually was approached to be a um, sort of like the icons of influence thing. That is the event that you and I have been at. But I was approached to be a podcast to sit in the podcast spot at an event called the National Publicity Summit. It's in New York City and they at the National Publicity Summit have people from, you know, the TV shows like Regis and Kathy Lee and they have journalists from big newspapers and they have massive, like huge audience bloggers. And this year was the first year that they decided that they were going to put podcasters in so I raised my hand and said I'd love to be on your panel. Yes, please. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, I raise my hand. And I say, I want to do that or I ask, right? So uh that's just a little hint there for everyone. (laughs) Just raise your hand. Yeah. Um or ask, hey, could I be on that panel? Do you have room for me on that panel? You know, you've got to be able to ask to receive, right? A lot of us don't exercise your asking muscle for yeah. 30 minutes so, <laughs> so as soon as i got to new york city i'm like okay i'm sitting in the room with the production crew from regis and kathy lee and and, and they give me my badge and it says press on it and i was like, Damn, press <laughs> like i am i'm pressed now like i are wickedly smart how tell you. I so wickedly smart i was like i didn't even have it just wasn't in my, my awareness but here's the interesting thing that happened of course everyone in that room was pitching us right and we yeah. are the press right well, now that I stepped in to be in press, I was like, wow, I could actually do something with this. And I have other pod pals, um, you know, that have been in my sphere and have been on my shows. And so there's a pod pal, uh, her name is Heidi Forbes Estee, and she was actually Heidi. the first show on Wickedly Smart Women. Heidi is a, digi- her podcast is called uh, Evolving Digital Self, and she talked about getting into conferences, like big tech conferences as press. So I got on the phone with her after I did that press thing and I was like, okay, tell me what I need to go to conferences. So she gave me a whole thing about a little kit and like you did it uh, at New Media Summit, you had your little portable thing, Mm. the the Zoom recorder portable thing, so you can be an on-site press person. And so I was at another event just a few weeks ago where Russell Brand was speaking with Marianne Williamson. And his, this woman showed up, these people showed up, and we we're kind of chit-chatting before they were getting ready to speak. And this woman runs the Conscious Life Expo out of LA. And I was like, Hey, are you looking for any speakers? And she's like, Oh no, our speaking roster is full, but you could get a ticket and be a a, a you know, a, a audience member. And I said, well, you know, I do have a podcast called the Men on Purpose Podcast that's being downloaded in 86 countries around the world and it's a top 200 ranked podcast. Do you have any press passes? And she's like, yeah. oh my God, yes, <laughs> we can get you into the press room. I was like, great, great. So I have an invitation to be in, in at that event in the press room.
0: That's so brilliant. I yeah. love that. So so things we may not be leveraging, guys, if you have a podcast and and there may be opportunities for you that you're not raising your hand for, you even know what to raise your hand for, right? So Exactly. As Tom do this. Like, <laughs> oh, hands.
1: How many hands can we raise? Can we raise a foot too? Let's I'm raise totally.
0: a foot too. Yes. I don't know if I can, but I'll try. We were talking about plank pose earlier. No. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah, and I will actually pull out later if I remember after lunch, I'll bring out my little Zoom H6 so you can see what we're talking about. It's just a little portable device if you're considering wanting to do stuff like this where you can go do this in person right you don't have to this is zoom webinar right but you can do it through through to facebook live but you can do it through the zoom or i think task cam has another one but yeah ways to do that i love that so if you could like name maybe what's the top what's been the top multiplier for your podcast
1: um connecting with other podcasters without a doubt because everybody in the pod families we really we are like dolphins you know we just are (laughs) everybody is helping everybody. And even people who might be on opposite sides politically, like there's one, one of the guests who's going to be on this show and he and I are like, so opposite. You guys politically. are funny. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're going back and forth, but we love each other and we respect each other. And he's been on my show and I've been on his show. And yeah. like we, there's so like, there's so much love in the pod family and um, just such a great. Uh, you know, like a great intention for all of us to look for the win-win with and for each other. Yeah.
0: I love that you say that. And he's already been on actually this morning and I love him too. And it's interesting, like the, uh, it's so beautiful to me to see people that have different political views or different religious views or de- like whatever your views or values are and different things that come together mm-hmm. and just have so much love for each other regardless. Like, it's like, okay, you believe what you believe and I believe what I believe. And there's so much love for you here because we're yeah. podcasters on purpose. We're purpose, purposes on purpose, just saying.
1: Exactly. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So the biggest multiplier for me has been the relationship building. You know, it's just yeah. not just with the podcasters, but also with the podcast guests. You know, I definitely, um, I, I have things set up with my system, which I talk also about the system in the um, Prospering with Podcasting Masterclass. I, I have a system where I give my guests plenty of Content that they can use to promote the show, and I put my shows into a recurring post loop. And so, you know, I think though that the best thing is just the relationships that are being built with with genuinely um, committed, purposeful, kind people. Even if we are on opposite ends of the political spectrum. Yeah there's still this kindness that exists amongst us and uh, uh, mutual respect for each other. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's so beautiful. I love that. It's interesting because actually Dov's episode today is highly political. And so I was like, do I, I don't know if I should talk about that because there's so many people that have different opinions, you know, and I was like, ah, it's Dov. I'm just going to put it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's beautiful to have, have a conversation beyond that. You know what I mean? Well,
1: and, and if you think about it, if we're press now, Yeah. Right. Part of press, kind of like at the highest level of the archetype of press, it is the airing of multiple points of view. Yeah. You know, without uh, bias, without bias and without censorship. And so, you know, I definitely have had plenty of people on my shows that are like, oh, that's an interesting belief that you have. It's not my belief, but we'll keep talking. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, um, and we can be respectful with one another and still be press at that highest kind of archetypal level and bring a multitude of diverse points of view into one space. And I think in, in many ways that actually contributes to the harmonizing of our culture and our world is beautiful.
0: And I love that. And I love Dov's new show too is having you look at people that have polarizing things and actually giving them a human face, a human perspective. So I think it's so important and it's an interesting, it's an area that's where, like you can dance around sometimes with the intensity of some of the things that are going on right now. So. Totally.
1: That's why we love to dance so much. I know.
0: <laughs> with, the da- with a lit dance floor. What? No. <laughs> they have a lit up, a light up dance floor yeah. at the New Media Summit. And so we have a lot of fun when we're there. Yeah. Um, if you get a chance to come out guys to one of those, they're really, it's an amazing yeah. event. Shout out to Steve Ulsher for, for putting that together. Um, so, what if they, um, if, if you could leave like one piece of advice for the person today, what would it be?
1: Well, I'd love people to connect with me if they would like to connect with me, yes. and I actually have a quiz, um, that helps people to discern whether they're resisting wealth, so they could get that at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And if there was one thing I wanted to leave people with, it would be if you are feeling the call to either be a guest or be a podcaster. Just just say yes and yeah. and go for it. I mean, the worst things that can happen are the tech doesn't work, the microphone breaks down, you know, whatever. But getting out on the field is the most important thing that you can do. You cannot win by standing on the sidelines. You just can't.
0: That is such great advice. I love that. Thank you, Amil, for saying that. Yeah, it's time, guys. If you're waiting, stop. <laughs> but don't think it, ink it was one of the things. Yeah, get out on the field. Get out of the field. Emerald, I love anytime we get together. You're amazing. Thanks so much for being here today. And it's one have, to no one, Pod thank friend. Thank you, Podfriend. <laughs> there have you been wanting to start your own podcast but not been sure what type of equipment to use well i got you covered if you'd like to get our free podcast studio equipment recommendations guide you can go to podcastingonpurpose.com thanks so much for joining in the conversation today we will see you next time on podcast on purpose